It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Welcome to a special edition of MLB Extras. Let's listen in as Tigers manager Ron Gardenhire addresses the media from the winter meetings in Las Vegas. That's a constant because, you know, you, you grow up one way in the game and, uh, you know, you're always, you have a feel for how a guy's going that day and analytically it's just, you know, straight numbers. But during the course of the game, you can see if a guy's really struggling, a hitter, not seeing the ball that day and maybe it says, you know, and the numbers that they give us that this guy should kill this guy. But sometimes you have to use your brain a little bit and say, right now he sucks. He's swinging like I do. And you make, so you always have to use your brain and you always have to make adjustments. But I, I also found that it's a lot of fun and uh, talking with the analytics department and the information they're sending us. And we go back and forth on it, you know. They're pretty strong about things, but it's really helped. It was fun defensively last year. And, uh, you know, I have a good relationship with Jay and his group. And it's honestly, you know, a new wave. You always like something new. And I enjoy it. Well, that's, you know, that's, that's going to be, I guess, for us all to see. You know, you, you hiring guys that ha don't have any experience, didn't manage in the minor leagues even. You, those are things that they're going to have to adjust to. There's a lot that goes on that they don't, people don't understand about managing in the major leagues, managing, you know, 25 guys with all personalities, young guys that have been given a ton of dough uh, and trying to make them all understand how you're going to make them work together as a group. Uh, people that have never managed in the minor leagues getting jobs like this, it's not easy. They're, there's a lot that they're going to figure out um, that they have to do and learn. Uh, that's not saying they won't be successful because most of those guys are pretty intelligent baseball people. Uh, you know, and uh, uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But, uh, you know, there's a lot to be said for experience uh, in handling that clubhouse. Well, if you're not any good, you're not going to stay around. I'm proof of that. Uh, I sucked and I didn't play very long. But longevity is one thing, but to be consistent like he was for his whole career, um, um, that's why he stayed in the big leagues because he could hit. He could flat out hit and he was a very professional hitter and he worked at his craft. So um, I'm, I'm really happy talking with Jim Leland, who knew him a lot better than I did. You know, those are the things that make us all feel good. Um, a guy like Harold Baines getting in the Hall of Fame. Uh, because it's everything he's done for the game and how consistent he was with everything he did. Uh, the guy could flat out hit. Well, I'm, I've always said he, he's got to be in the Hall of Fame, one of the best shortstop I've ever seen. He does things that you just don't see other shortstops do, and, uh, you know, defensively was spectacular. He could bunt, he could hit. He, he knew how to beat you with his glove and even at the plate with his bat. 
Uh, I know his numbers aren't going to be anything like that, but sometimes those gold gloves ought to be enough to get in because you were the best at your craft, and, and he was definitely that. Well, as I said, you know, I, I was, I haven't seen all the shortstops, you know, uh, even way back. But I know, you know, some of the guys that played when I was there, Ozzy Smith, um, Gary Templeton, these guys could do some things at shortstop. I will tell you this, he ranks as good as I've seen uh, defensively, uh, going back on fly balls, all the little things, uh, catching the ball. He he was a wizard with a glove, one of the best, softest gloves I've ever seen in my life, and. And uh, you know what? Uh, he's got my vote a thousand times over as being one of the best I've ever seen. Well, I think it's a slow process, but uh, as, as they did last year, by the time I got to spring training, we had pitchers. We had people, enough people to compete. We've got six guys now that are already going to compete. We even have an opener if we want it. So. You know, when I look at that, you can never have enough starting pitching, and that's really important. We have holes to fill in the infield, um, and we're working diligently at that. I mean, we're really trying to get some people that can kind of solidify everything and make it, you know, calm down in the middle of the field to go along with some of our kids. So they're working up there. It's, it's fun to be in that room. They're talking to a lot of people. People are coming after us about a couple of our guys, and um, it's not been, you know, one of these situations where we're doing nothing. There's a lot of conversations going on, a lot of hard work. I, I have, you know what? I've watched it. I don't have a problem with it. it I, I saw the Twins do it to us, seem like every game, uh, and they got through it. Uh, Tampa Bay, they, they made it an art form. Um, so, if it's part of the game, it's part of the game. If you have six dominant or five dominant starters, probably makes a difference. But if you don't feel you can do that and compete, then it makes sense to try something different. There's nothing wrong with trying different things and. Uh, I, I kind of enjoyed watching them do it. It irritated me as old school manager, uh, trying to figure out how the hell to write a lineup out with a guy that maybe pitched two innings, maybe pitched one inning. But it, it's an advantage for them because we didn't know how far he was going to go or how long he was going to go and to set a right-handed lineup, left-handed lineup. It makes you think a little bit, which is entertaining. That's what you want in baseball. That helps. Well, I wish, I mean, yes, you hope to. You always hope to. We didn't know that going in last year even. I mean, you know, we had health was an issue for, you know, a couple of our guys and even through spring training. So we weren't guaranteed anything. But as you go along, it all worked out where, you know, we got our, some of our starters to get us into the second half of the game. And that's important. And then you can set up a bullpen and run a good bullpen. But if your starters don't get you past three or four innings, you're going to kill them. And, we needed the innings, and we were lucky. We we got through it with some pitchers that had great performances. Is there any one of your guys now that you look at as being particularly well suited to being an opener? An opener? No, I I I think I'd tell them before I tell you anyway. But uh, no, I I just something that's out there that everybody's doing it, and I'm not afraid to try it if that's the way it would have to be. Uh, uh, 
and we've made, you know, I don't think we've told anybody, you're definitely, you know, this starter or that starter. We've told them all that when we've signed them and that you're going to get an opportunity to be a starter, and it's up to them on how they do in spring training, how they go about their business. But no matter how we look at it, we've got to find five starters. And uh, we've, we've got a good start going here by picking up some pretty good pitchers. Well, a couple of them. Just think about it. We don't have that many guys. So, and I know they're not coming after me. So, they're coming after, you know, the guys that you think they would be coming after. Not coming after a shortstop, We don't have one right now. You know, it's we're gonna we're gonna, we'll set forth a program a worksheet and we'll have it all mapped out on what we want to do and how we want to do it. Um, it's just the pieces that are going to be in that worksheet is what we're trying to figure out. And like I said, if you watch those guys up there in that room, they're they're on their phones making calls to everybody. They're in the lobby, uh, you know, trying to you know get some things going here uh, to try to make sure we have a, a competitive team, and then you go from there. Yeah, it was great baseball conversation, which we like. It's not pointing fingers. It wasn't any of that. It's just some of the things that we saw that we want to get better at. And I think you guys saw it on the field, cutoff relays, all things like that, hitting the cut. I mean, it was simple things about holding players accountable. I think that's the biggest biggest thing that came out of the whole meetings. It was always, always all about we want these guys to understand. We're not going to just let it go if they don't run a ball out or if they overthrow a cutoff man. We have to be forceful in, the, in, in, in what we expect them to do uh, with the little things in the game to make them respect every, every bit of it. And it's the simple things, running them out, hitting a guy that's standing there with his glove up rather than throwing over his head. And we want our coaches in the minor leagues, along with my coaches in the major leagues, to not just let it go. And we had a lot of conversation about that. And uh, uh, it's not trying to tell every player to run a ball out. I know what Miguel Cabrera is going to do going to first base. I, I, he's, I don't want him to blow a hamstring out trying to you know, go crazy, but there's certain guys that we expect them to run the balls out and hustle and all those things. So it was the little basics of the game that we could think we can make our whole organization better. By the time they get to the big leagues, you won't ever have to scold a guy for not doing something. He'll be ready. I, I'll talk with him about it. I mean, the best thing for me to do with Miggy is by the time we get to spring training and see how he's feeling, and just kind of go day by day with him throughout the course of spring, uh, giving him enough work and letting him get things, and we'll figure it out as we go along. Uh, there's been no set of anything. I mean, he's going to play one day a week, two days. We're just going to let it all happen out and see how he feels when he gets there and see how healthy he is. He's doing good right now, that, which is a good sign for us. I like seeing him on the field. I like seeing him in multiple positions, but we have to see how our roster breaks down by the time we get to spring training. Uh, you know, if we fill holes with people we think can go out there and help you every day uh, in the middle, uh, but he can spell people, you know, throughout the because he can play anywhere. We've seen that. Uh, I haven't tried him at catcher yet, but we've seen that, and and it's fun to have a guy like that. You need versatility. Uh, 
But if I need to plug him into a spot that we think you know, we, he's better than the person that you know, we tried to pick up and put out there, I'll do it because I have a lot of confidence in him. He showed us a lot this year. Yeah, I think, you know, getting stronger physically, uh, all those things is going to help him. Uh, he went through the injuries, so now it's a matter of him going out and, you know, improving. He needs to improve. He needs to keep working hard. Uh, he can't, you know, sit back and say, well, now I'm a big leaguer. You know, you're never guaranteed a spot. He has to go work, and I think he will. I, I, he's a worker. He did all of his work all year long. He had a few injuries. He played through some injuries. He put the ball in the seats quite a few times. Uh, I think he's going to get better. The kid can do some things. Uh, and he has a lot of improving to do defensively, but as long as you keep working at it, you know, I'm on your side, and he does that. Can he improve in terms of approach? Like, do you think he's caught between having to, you know, yank the ball all the time and, or be more of an average on base? I think he'll learn. He'll learn what he can and get away with and what he can't get away with. I think he, you know, he's got a little goosey at times trying to hit the ball in the seats. I, I think he'll learn. I think that's part of the process. Uh, you don't become a good major league hitter. I mean, it takes. 2,000, 2,500 at bats. He's not there yet. Uh, but what he did last year says that this kid has a chance. Well, how I prepare? Well, I mean, when you're in one place like I was with Minnesota, it was a lot easier. I knew exactly what we had. There's going to be a few changes, but. We've come here, and I know we're in a rebuild, so it's a little different. We're kind of a wait and see. We've set up. We're going to set up a spring training to make sure they're ready to start a season. We know how to do that. We've done that. Everything that we need to touch on, and what you know from the shifts and everything else, we've got a nice program. We'll be ready for that part of it, but still waiting for a roster to show up, and and how we're going to go about it is a little more difficult. Oh yeah. We, not so much during the off season. Uh, you know, you get the spring training, you start going through it. Um, we learned a lot during the season last year. It was our first year really trying, really going through the whole process, and and my coaches really got into it. Uh, I got into it. I got all the information. We had good arguments about it from old school to you know this stuff, and uh, I think it was healthy, and I think it will continue to get better. We our our department is growing now. I mean. We still have a young analytic department. We've brought people in from other organizations, so it's still growing, and hopefully we'll grow with them. Yeah, I like two guys on each side. I think, I think I've always said that, and, or at least keep them all in the dirt, I mean, rather than in the grass. Um, ask Victor Martinez. He might have hit 300 this year if they just had him on the infield. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I want, I'm old school in that respect, that shifting and everything's all good and fine. But I think Abner, when he set this game up a long time ago, he set it up the right way. Boom, 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 you know. Uh, I don't think you can take in football and put the whole line on one side, can you? Can you do that? Can you put everybody on the left side of the field from the center? Are you illegal? Would that be legal? Huh? Defense, but on offense, can you set the whole team on one side? And hike the ball. I just want to know. Can you? But that's on offense. I'm asking you. On offense, can you do it? Well, it wouldn't work too well on defense if they had their line 
all over here and you put your team all over here. It just wouldn't work too well. It's a little bit different. But I'm just saying, let's try to keep it normal here. God almighty, we're going. But I don't, I'm kind of having fun with it. You know, I'm, I'm old school, I'm in the back, four, back nine, and uh, I'm enjoying it. This has been fun for me. It's a, it was a fun season with a bunch of young guys that really played. I'm learning a lot, and uh, I'm not fighting against it. But there's still certain parts of it that you're damn right, I think they should be. I was a shortstop, right? And if you stuck me on the other side, then I became a second baseman, but a shortstop as a second baseman. That's confusing, all right? That's Laurel and Hardy stuff. When you guys are coming up, you know, looking at the roster heading into next season, do you, do you see Shane Green as your closer again? Yes, absolutely I do. Unless they trade him. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> how hard is it for you to like, kind of sit there while they're talking about trading some of your best players, knowing how that might impact the team next season? La, 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 la. I'm telling you, it's not fun. I mean, you, you've got people that can play like Nicky and guys like this, but their names are come up, and there's a reason they come up, and Shane, because they're good. I mean, they've, they've made a name for themselves, so their names start coming up, and yeah, it's not easy, and it makes it harder to figure out a team. You know, you start thinking, okay, he's here, he's here, he's here, and, and then it kind of goes awry um, when they trade him, so you start ad-libbing again, but it's part of the game. It's always been part of the game. Well, shifting made it different from the get-go for us. Uh, you know, we, we had a nice program when I was with the other ball club that we set in and we got all of our work done and we kind of brought this over with us. Uh, but you add in, you know, analytically the shifts and all those things and it is different. Uh, taking a simple infield, working from the shift, turning double plays. So we had to add incorporate all that stuff. Um, we've made a, a coaching change. Boz had a different way with the pitchers that he liked to run that. Now I've Rick Anderson's, you know, as the pitching coach, and he had a program when I was w with the other ball club with him. So it will be different. We, it, this year's spring training will be different than the way the whole camp goes, and that's because of a little bit new personnel, and then more analytically, more changes again. So um, it'll be different than last year, which is good. Players don't always want to be stuck in the same thing. We always change things up, and we'll do it again this year. Yeah. Players stay a long time now. They, I mean, we always tell them, be careful early in spring. Don't kill yourselves. There's a long spring training, but these players are different animals now. They work. They don't really stop. They never take a break. They continuously keep their bodies in shape, which is the way of the world now. So, uh, yeah, we, our, our, our workouts, we get it done and get it over wood. But there's a lot of extra work that goes on, and and uh, you know. We used to have 10 days before the first spring training game. Now it's down to like six or seven work days before the first first game. That's big because we had full 10 days, five days with the pitchers to get them ready so when the players got there to throw BP right away. Um, and uh, they've taken that away, so it's a little different, and you just have to adjust to it. Well, we're not afraid nowadays it used to be you get the guys in camp and that's about the only guys you saw. We constantly bring our players over uh, during those spring training games. We'll grind three or four 
kids that we want to see and bring them and put them in games on our side. It didn't used to be that way. Uh, the guys that were in camp were the guys that played. Very seldom would you ever go get a minor leaguer from the other side and bring them over. Uh, we do that all the time now, so we get a look at a lot of different people, which is really important to put a face with a name. Uh, for me, especially being, you know, last year, my first year here. So, and, and that's kind of the way of the world now, and it's really actually a nice thing. Well, no, he just got a shot for the last month of the season. We didn't have him in camp last year, which was a hard thing, but it was the way the, the organization wanted it. Uh, I think uh, he's going to have a full spring training with, with, with Dave out there in the outfield now um, and really get after the work that we, we expect him to do in the outfield. The kid can hit. He, he's a strong kid, and he's going to hit. That's my opinion. Uh, now it's about that defense. We, we need him to get better defensively. I think we saw some of the struggles, you know, the last year, and, and we're just going to teach him to pick the ball up and take your time, and let's just not try to be Superman and get the ball back in. And that's what Dave will work on all spring training. Well, I, I, I've known the guy for a long time. I had him as a player, um, and I coached alongside of him. I, I, as a special assistant, I went in and watched him do his thing. I've seen him a long time. He's a great baseball guy, a great motivator. He's very intelligent, so nothing surprised me what he does. This guy, you know, he's, he'll be in the big league someday as a coach. He's that good. Uh, and we're lucky to have him in AAA with us right now because he, he can do some things. We killed him down there. Their team was battling for a playoffs. We were taking two starters at a time from him, and he was ad lib and it still just went about his business. So he's, he's an impressive young man. No, no. Griner's probably going. He's going to be our starter. Griner should get that job. That's what we're working on. And Giner, he's going to be our starter. Hicksy will be a backup. Maybe play some other. It depends on how they get through spring training. They have to do their job. We're trying to add some more catchers. So we got one. We're trying to add another veteran catcher. And uh, uh, competition's good. But our we're, our thoughts are is Griner's going to be the guy. Uh, we think he can handle it. He did some pretty good things last year. It's his turn. We got to see, see what happens, and we'll go from there. Well, he, he studied the game. Uh, you know, it was trouble. I mean, when you have some veteran pitchers, you can see a little. But he'll be fine. I mean, you know, he learned and he, he talked. He was open about it. And that's all you can ask for a catcher. You'll learn that way if you don't say anything and don't tell us you're struggling here or there. But he, he was open to us. That's all that matters. Chad standing. We must have to go. Well, it depends on how it all breaks down. You know, I'm kind of one of those guys, if you DH want your backup catcher and you have your starting catcher in the lineup and your starting catcher goes down, now we've got the pitchers hitting in, in that spot. And I've never been, I'm not afraid to do it, but I don't like that. So if I play him at first base, a little bit easier. Uh, then I can just slide him right in without losing that you know, DH slot. So there's things you have to worry about, things you work on. So, you know, we'll. We'll go with it. Hope he's healthy, and I think he is. He says he feels great. I like to do that. Yeah. It gives me, yeah, gives you opportunities to, you know, kind of move him around. And it's all going to depend on Miggy more than anything else. If he can go out and play some first base, then we can use that spot for other guys, you know. And uh, 
we'll just have to see. Uh, that's that's one of the jobs as a manager, try to figure out how to make it work with the roster you get. Heading into the second season of the rebuild, what is, what is maybe your message to Tigers fans who are, are wondering when this thing's going to turn around and frustrated with perhaps another season losing on the horizon? Well, patience is, you know, something that everybody has to have. I think the one, one thing that has happened here is Al's stated it. He's told everybody what's going on here. Uh, whether you put a timeline on it or not, he's told this is going to be a real, uh, 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 a little bit of work here. There could be some rough times. Um, the one thing I've seen from the Tiger fans that they're, yeah, they can get a little vocal, but they're still great baseball fans that, and, and they get it and they understand what we're doing. Uh, and they want to win like every other team in baseball and we're going to try to put the, put together a group that's going to give that back to them what they deserve here and that's a winning baseball team but it's just going to be have to be patience right now uh, I have to be patient I want to win right now and that won't stop me this year I'm going to try to figure out a way to win every game but it is a rebuild and you have to go through some tough times to get to where you want to get had to do that a lot. I mean, we had to make a lot of changes this year. We had so many injuries, but that's that's kind of the benefit of having some veteran guys that pitch in AAA. If you have the roster space that you can bring them up and they're not going to have a heart attack. They're going to just give you some quality innings and get you through some tough times. So it's really important that the people you have down there have a little experience for the most part uh, that can help you in those situations. We'll see that in spring training. We'll, We'll, we'll kind of pick out the guys that we think can do that, and uh, hopefully it works out. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 